Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Call in. 
I see she did ask me what time uh, a couple hours ago. Sometimes people think I'm on, um, they think that I'm on, but I'm actually not on. <laughs> I'm, um, well, I'm on, you know, I, when I work on the fan pages, I'm surfing Facebook actually as a fan page and not as myself, so I can't actually read my mail. But um, well, I was just... I'm really excited about our guest. Uh, I've uh, participated in the uh, L.A. Uh, Web Fest here a couple of months ago, and the amount of money and energy that's being poured into webisodes and short videos is just unbelievable. Uh, video is the uh, biggest uh, uh, application in terms of Internet usage. Most people are watching some type of video or music, and they're just young folks coming up with great content and creating uh, uh, great film projects, and they're getting their feet wet, they're learning their trade, and they're building an audience. So I'm all for it. Uh, it's just, like I said, we've got some amazing people with great stories to tell, and with the mobile and uh, digital devices that are out there today, it's so easy to tell that story and to create that film. We need more of it. Well, what's so interesting really about our guest, her name is Trinell Addison. She's 17 years old, and she's out in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and she's a journalist. And she wrote, you know, she started off, you know, writing various articles. And she became more active, and as she wrote more articles, she became more of a personality. She, you know, started hosting events and different things, empowering young girls. And she actually had an idea, and she said she really had it a while ago. But somehow she ran across this retired Disney producer. Now, his platform is called First Run TV. He created that, and he used to work with Disney. What is so innovative about First Run TV, they have this collaborative platform where you want to produce something and you may need some help or something. So they actually have a place for producers to sign up, and it's like a social network, but they literally collaborate. And you may put your project out, and you may need somebody this way, somebody that way. And they work together in projects that really come together. They wind up putting on the other portion, which is actually first-run TV. So for those who are producers out there, uh, you really want to check, you know, check it out. It's www.firstrun.tv. You really want to check that out for yourself um, because it's um, a unique platform. We can actually collaborate, and then it's in a safe zone. I mean, they tell them all the forms that they should have before, you know, they reveal everything, how to collaborate, what's, you know, the best way. But, you know, as you network and collaborate, the partner site is actually, um, you know, an Internet television station. And what's even more interesting about the show with Trinil is called What Girls Thinks, and it's the teen version of The View. But um, with that, they um, – it's the – each of the girls are all across the country, and one of them is even here in Philadelphia. But they each are in their hometown, wherever they are, but they all connect, and they all report into one place. 
So I'm hoping when she comes on, she kind of tells us more about how they do it. But you see an image of each person. There's a big image of her. And they have a conversation. They hear one another. And, you know, she asks a question. And the next person who's talking, when that person talks, they bring that image and all forward. And it's a way that they have this show, even though they're all in different cities across the country. So that's just, you know, really speaks to technology. Well, so that's it's, kind of mm-hmm. uh, where we're going with some of our, our workshops and seminars at the Urban Tech Fair is we've got about 20 experts, well-known names from across the country, black technologists and, and professionals that have agreed to uh, volunteer and assist and mentor uh, those people that are involved in our tech challenges and our workshops. And we're using uh, platforms such as Skype and Live Talent and so forth to bring them in one-on-one to work with those people in the community that may be lacking on certain skill sets in a particular area, whether it be graphics or coding or, or whether it be business development. That way they have a resource resource that they can reach out to uh, via the web. So technology allows us to be constantly connected in real time. And video is, is so essential to that because most of us have uh, cell phones and, and mobile devices that all have uh, full-featured video cameras built into them. One of the things that we're doing with the uh, Urban Tech Field, which I'm truly looking forward to, is our video challenge as we go from city to city and who can come up with the best two- to three-minute video of what is technology in their community. I think we're going to be amazed with some of the entries to that. I am truly looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. And I was hoping we also do the other, and we do another challenge where we ask people to document the Urban Tech Fair experience, which is... um, Via a mobile phone. And right, so, right. Yeah, yeah, via a mobile you know, phone. They have, they they have applications now, especially for iPhone, that allow you to interconnect three different uh, live, three to five different live video phones at one time and edit the content at simultaneously. So, you know, there's so many applications and so many... Uh, 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 different ways that technology is, is touching our lives and improving our lives. And this is what the Urban Tech Fair is about, showing people what is possible and what they can do with little, what they have yeah. already. Yeah, and the other level of television is coming at, like, um, what girls think is a webisode, but you don't need an app or anything to access it. Is accessible through all technology, including Google TV and all of those things. That's like the next level. Um, you know, it's a level below broadcast, but it's a level above, um, you know, standard streaming. And so um, that's the next level. So the show is actually accessible. You don't have to even have a, a app or anything to view the show. And you can watch it on your computer, on your TV, on your mobile phone, you know, all different ways that you can actually watch it. Now, Jim, what I did want to talk to you about, I just noticed a posting, and I just saw this, that you just posted in a group I think will be interesting. You got, what can you learn at Urban Tech Fair, Search and Send? 
as from Eve. <laughs> so, I'm um, currently entertaining uh, uh, some friends uh, from Detroit who are visiting here in L.A. So I'm currently sitting on the uh, quarter deck of the uh, Queen Mary in Long Beach, and I don't have my computer in front of me. Mm-hmm. But yes, that uh, Shelly Palmer, who's a, a great digital drummer and a part of the uh, uh, te- techno- technology movement, innovation movement. He's a promoter promoting uh, mobile apps and video all across the country. He posted that up from his blog, and it's just really that um, if you have it in front of you, maybe you can read it for the audience. I just thought it was so apropos. Okay. We're going to find out search and, and sentence, and these are both supposed to be these are acronyms, so I'm going to go and Correct. actually find out a little bit more detail about And for anybody that's into sentence. uh uh marketing or into uh online uh advertising or content creation, uh, those acronyms are just so key and so on point. And that's what caught my attention about it, especially on the Sunday when you talk about search and S-I-N, sin. You know, I think yeah. we get a few hits and click through it all yeah. that. It did make me look at it. I was like, okay. And then we're going to, you know, alrighty. So here at the search and sin, um, he talked about an event that he um, attended. This is the Shelley Palmer. Um, but what he found particularly is one of the world um, from Dr. Hollowell, who's a world most formal expert in ADHD attention deficit disorder. Um, he his talk was mostly focused on getting attention, and since attention is a major currency of our connected world, Dr. Holloway's talk had my undivided attention. So this is search is an acronym to get someone's attention. So search, the S is for scare, E is excite, educate, A, attack, annoy, amaze, C is charm, H is help. So, you know, Jim is correct. This is definitely something we want to know as marketers. So, you know, we're going to put that in the chat room. Um, We're going to put that acronym in the chat room. I think we missed that. P for help, but I think you'll be able to tell what that is. But it's search, S for scare, E for excite and educate, A, attack, annoy, amaze, R, reassure, reward, C, charm, and H, help. And so this sin, okay, your sin is your structure, interaction, and novelty. And this is how you hold someone's attention. So search gets the attention and sin holds it. Search and sin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! So dang, that's a great lesson. And And, then we need structure is so important because uh, he talks about regardless of the platform or the structure in which you're uh, developing your content or your blog or your message whether you're talking about uh, an MLM where you're trying to recruit new people or whether you're talking about a blog where you're trying to inform and educate or whether you're talking about 
uh, a YouTube channel or something where you're trying to entertain or promote your music. You've got to work within that structure to begin with. And mm-hmm. the structure must be uh, comfortable to the user because most people are, are comfortable in a platform. I mean, there's some people that won't leave Facebook. There's other people that won't leave Google. So you've got to deal within the structure that they're comfortable with and yes, make that environment always. as as easy and as entertaining as possible. What was the I? The I is for interaction, structure, interaction, and novelty. I posted a part the other day uh, from uh, News One in response to the controversy with uh, uh, Harold uh, uh, Belafonte and uh, where he called out uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. And Mm -hmm. the whole intent of that, because I caught a a lot of little pushback on that, was not so much to say who was right or who was wrong in terms of uh, what the the new artists are, or how Belafonte called out uh, Jay-Z and them in terms of what they're doing, but simply to engage and capture my audience, my readers, because I know a lot of them are, are fans of Jay-Z and uh, uh, Beyonce. A lot, you got a lot and of people fans of Harry Belafonte. <laughs> right. So both of them mm-hmm. kind of conflicted there. But uh, a lot of people are not aware of... Um, hold on. Yeah, a lot of people are not aware of all that uh, Jay-Z has, has, has done or that Beyonce is currently doing. Uh, everybody's been laughing, joking online about uh, Oprah's response to that brother that jammed her up about what she's doing for the black community. She said, well, I put 50 brothers through college last year. What you do? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jay-Z has put 500 kids through college, paid full-ride scholarship, and that's something to be complimented. I don't care what you feel about his music or where you feel the hip-hop culture is going there is good coming out of it, and he is doing positive things and not trying to blow his horn or brag about it. And if people go to uh, blackcelebrity.com, they'll learn about a lot more uh, charities and, and activities that celebrities are doing. They're giving billions back into our community, and they're not looking to uh, gain any fame or Exposure from it They're doing it on the quiet side So we need to support And that's Oprah Oprah has always done that A lot of people And I find out the reason why a lot of people don't know What these people do sometimes Is because it's not for everyone But a lot of people that aren't active In the business And kind of giving community Especially if you're not active in the business community Sometimes you you don't know What's being done in business People don't understand when Oprah comes to your town, say, to do a film, There, um, when you do films and all, there's um, there's a film agency in each town. And they have a directory of, you know, businesses and services to use. Oprah always wants to know who are the black businesses. So we don't understand sometimes it's incumbent upon us to be aware that these directories exist and to be a part of them because she always asks who the black business is, and she supports them as much as she can. She never goes into a town and does not financially contribute to the black community. 
Does she give you personal money? No, and it's not her job to give you put give money in your pocket personally. But I mean, this is the argument I've had. People, it's not her job to do that. But our African American Museum to today, I think, took a big turn and was able to took it a few years to come up. But I think Oprah was very integral and making it make that turn because she made it the she made a financial donation. She comes here, she puts money. But you'll never see it in the news. It's not well, in the news. She's not trying to put it in the news. That is just her uh, habit of giving. Well the point of the acronym was interaction. Sometimes you've got to shock you've got to shock people mm-hmm. in order to get them engaged, to get them to respond. Uh, a lot of stuff I put out there is intended that headlines intended to engage you and get you to either click on like or to re- give a comment or to give a statement as to your individual perspective because I don't claim as a journalist or a blogger to know everything, but I'm looking to put stuff out there and get feedback from the uh, listening community to engage the listening community. What was important? Novelty. Ah, yes. And, you know, we as a people are a novel event. When you think of technology, you don't think of black folks. And there are so many of us on every level from uh, every perspective of technology, whether you're talking about uh, uh, the invention or the creation of the personal computer. There was a brother, a doctor, I can't think of his name right now, that was in charge of that, all the way to the cell phone. Uh, well, all people brother. like novelty items. I mean, I don't think mm-hmm. there's a there's not a segment. And then your techies love gadgets, people that are techie. And everybody likes their gadget or novelty item, whatever it may be. People, if something seems novel, like this is a novelty, people always attract to those things. I agree completely. So the information that you're giving has got to be novel or your approach to that information, mm-hmm. your personal spin or interpretation is a novelty yeah. in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that works really good, Jim, that you found that since I'm in the midst of completing the marketing plan. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so doing now I gotta great go job. back and put this through a frame of search and send. <laughs> I gotta sift it through search and send now. <laughs> I, I put a post out to the uh, a committee the other day, and you know it just amazes me, and I am and, and truly elated by the uh, uh, the level of uh, professionalism and expertise that people are bringing to the urban tech fair. Everybody's volunteering their own time and their own energy, and they're all contributing to a singular project that will lift all of us up, hopefully, that will engage all of us to do better, to move forward, to empower, to reach out, to help those in our community enter the 21st century. So, again, Jackie, you as a leader, as the chairperson of the Urban Tech Fair uh, Organizing Committee. You have been doing a great job. I know sometimes it seems like you're herding cats trying to get everybody to go in the same direction. But we're all following your lead. <laughs> well, you know, we have a caller here on the, uh, on the line that's holding on. They haven't pressed the one, but I'm just going to check to see if they want to talk. So, caller from the 424. 
Andrew Williams Jr. Hello, how are you? I'm at least fantastic, and how are you, Jim? <laughs> doing oh. great, doing great. It's just really I've been reading your post on the uh, Bermuda, and, uh, man, you're just out there beating the drum. We're so glad to have you as part of our team. Uh, you're fantastic. You meet all the uh, criteria of the search and send acronym. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so grateful for you, for the the retweets and the reposts and that, you know, Andrew took that to heart and what it happens to do, you know, and every time you do that, you know, new audiences see and I, I think it's it's a great thing. So what do you want to share? What, what what new tech thing is going on? What's going on in Bermuda? Tell us a little bit about tech in Bermuda, um, Andrew. Well, here, here's the thing. Uh, actually, there's a, a culture fest that's scheduled for uh, the first week in October that we hope to bring the Urban Tech Fair uh, you know, to the people there to let them know exactly what's going on. But keep in mind, Bermuda, even though I'm Bermuda City Manager, Bermuda's a country. And I'm looking actually through Bermuda to the rest of Africa and the diaspora, and we're getting great response around the world for what the Urban Tech Fair is doing. Yeah. So do you know where in Bermuda we will be focusing? Well, the, actually there's a, a, a Royal Dockyard in Bermuda where all the cruise ships come. That's actually where uh, there's going to be, I think, 5,000, 10,000 people there uh, for the October Culture Fest. There is, in fact, a, a place that's going to have a, a setup for uh, eco villages, and our intent is to stop off technology and interact with all of that. So that's that's where we're looking to, to involve ourselves from the inside out in Bermuda. Okay, so we're going to actually be in the town where you know, not just in the um, tourism district, but actually in 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 the neighborhood, right? Uh, yeah, that's the intent, and also it's important okay. to understand that Bermuda itself. Uh, they just celebrated this year 174 years of emancipation. They actually do have a place there, St. George's, where the first slaves came in uh, 1835, and uh, all of them decided to accept their freedom in Bermuda. And so they've had a, a history of emancipation there longer than we've had here in the United States. So that's another reason why, you know, that's the heart of it. African Heritage Diaspora Trail. So the idea is, is to plant the urban tech fair in the heart of that legacy for the entire diaspora. Okay, well that's really great. St. George's in Bermuda, that sounds really great. I think it's just really exciting. And um, as we launch and roll out, uh, I think over, you know, the next, the, this fall will just be phenomenal. The urban tech fair will no longer just be talking talked about, but will be rolling out. And I would like to put in a little commercial here right now for anyone that wants to learn more about the Urban Tech Fair, please visit www.urbantechfair.com. That's U-R-B-A-N-T-E-C-H-F-A-I-R, urbantechfair.com. Just go there and please sign up for our official list. Join the mailing list is the official list. It's the way we can keep you informed. And we love it when you connect with us on Facebook and Twitter and 
LinkedIn, Black Planet, Google Plus, all of those platforms are great. But it's most important to sign the email list because that's where information is centralized. This way you don't miss important things. And if you want to know what's going on in your city, if you would like to help by serving on an organizing committee, making sure the urban tech fair not only happens in your city, but that it reflects your city and its needs, just, you know, let us know. Just when you sign up for the official list, check the box, city team, and we'll get back in touch with you, and we'll let you know if there's a team in place. If not, we would love for you to play, put one in, please. And, and let me you uh, uh, emphasize what you're saying, because what we need are numbers. And even though we have uh, uh, hundreds of people on Facebook, we have people on Black Planet, we have people on LinkedIn, we need to be able to validate our audience and it's my goal to get 100,000 likes so that, quote-unquote, the powers to be know that this is a movement of the people, that we have your support. So we need you to go to that central light, our official website, and sign in so that, again, we can validate the audience and the reach of Urban Tech Fair. Yes. And, you know, um, so we need everyone, because if you sign the email list, then we can say, hey, we need you all to go here. And um, this way, you know, when you know when we post on social media, you know, things go on walls and you see them for a moment. So if you're not there at the time that's being posted, it's a good chance you miss information. But if you sign the email list, you'll get a regular newsletter, You'll get the information that you need, all the core information. You can sign up, volunteer, and and whenever you do that, then you get on teams, and we all work and build together. So you have a unique... As uh, Jackie has uh, posted on the different platforms, social networking platforms, we've been getting two to 5,000 listeners and click-throughs on this show uh, every other week, but yet it has not been validated in our numbers on our website, our official website. So we need you listeners out there to go to info, go to Urban Tech Fair and sign up today. We need your name on the list. Yes. So please go by and sign up the list. But, Jim, I want to let you know our last show with Lazone Gray, you talking about this man is dynamite. He has posted, I don't know, he has a show everywhere. But the last time I looked, it was over 14,000. Over 14,000, Jim. This is my point. In two weeks. We have a reach of over 100,000. But if uh, someone asked us to validate it. All I can do is point to uh, the 400 that's on uh, Facebook or the the 200 that's here or the 200 that's there. Well, we can validate, validate our the, We can validate our outreach, but we want to do more than validate it because these statistics, I mean, I get the statistics, I get the reports, is validatable. The, the, the issue is we want 
everyone to not just have to wait for a show or to guess and search to figure out what's going on. We want you to stay informed. We need each person to be informed and to know so that, you know, because you didn't stop by for no reason. You stopped by for a reason. You have an interest. So we want to make sure that we serve you. And the best way to serve you is for you to sign the email list, and in this way you don't miss important things. And then you can also directly communicate so that we make sure you're getting information that you need and that's relevant to you. And um, and then it does make it easier that if we get everyone a mailing list, and we can actually tell everyone, hey, click here, hey, click 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 here, and we don't. Um, it just centralizes. So, objective is go to urbantechfair.org.com.net.info, whichever one comes in your head. Go there, sign the email list, then share that information with someone else. Say. Go sign up for the email list. Go sign up for the email list. And when you get your newsletter, you have all your links. It has You can go to the Facebook. Your newsletter has everything there for you, phone number, um, all the social networks. You can just click, like, click. You know, it takes you two seconds just to connect with us at every social network as soon as you get your newsletter. The Urban so. Tech Fair is a movement of the people. Wherever you are, we are. Just Google our name no matter what platform you're on, whether it be AOL or whether it be Black Planet or whether it be Yahoo, you will find the Urban Tech Fair. We are where you are. Yes. And just again for clarification to put images in everyone's head. While the Urban Tech Fair is national, global, might as well say global because in two years we definitely will be global. But... um, it manifests in local neighborhoods. We organize nationally, but everything manifests in local neighborhoods. It's all about providing an infrastructure for local communities to showcase and to leverage the talent, resources, and innovation you already have. And we help you leverage it by making sure that we provide you access to technology and information, education, and we drive traffic to commerce. We provide commerce. So, I mean, well, um, we promote commerce, not we provide we, access we are and an education. We people mm-hmm. doing amazing things, and we all kind of live in our own silo. And what's going on outside the silo we never really pay attention to. Most people don't go outside of uh, 50 miles of where they live and work. But there's so many great things and programs and services being available, being done right now in your communities that you need to be involved in. And by signing up on our uh, email list, we will notify you and make those directories available to you. We are there to serve you. Yes. So that is why it's so important, and that's why we say it's about you because it's really about what's going on in your community, what's going on tech-wise in your community. So we just need you to, um, hey, just go visit, sign up, and share the great news. And you're talking about resources, Bonnie Bracey, um, Quam, uh, um it is Mike so many Green, people. Mike uh, Green. Uh, James Hines. Uh, yes. Uh, Kimberly King Burns. We can go down the list 
the people that share information up. in the groups. If you just go to like just to the Facebook group, Norm Bond. I mean, these people share real relevant information. If you want to know where you can be educated, how to help education, what's going on in education, Bonnie Bracy, um, Quan Booth. I mean, real programs. Another young man. Um, I forget what he calls himself, but he posts jobs. You know, there's this whole um, entity. Whole they they were there. Um, all of these jobs available in tech. People are posting relevant information that you can actually use and implement. If nothing else, you should be able to go to the group, find out how you can go to school for free. <laughs> And train yourself in technology in whatever area you want, from whatever Ivy League school you want, for free. And then know, you know, different places to implement, how you can help, how you support, things you never even thought about. And just the different, you know, even just interesting in different ways. There's real interesting posts when you talked about the um, desktop PCs are going away to dinosaurs. And you had two different viewpoints. Melvin Pratt said, I don't think so. And Kelvin said, I don't use mine. You know, and they both were real. You know, this is the realness of the situation. Everybody is not super far with tech. And so some of our super techies and all, and if you're in business and all, you have to understand everybody's not using the latest things in tech. Some people still at the dinosaur age. Some people just getting used to the fax machine. Then you tell them to run on to the computer. I'm telling you, <laughs> that's the important thing about the platform that you spoke about, you know, providing that structure, the structure on the platform that the customer's um, accustomed to. And, like, doing PR work, when I call around to the different, you know, radio personalities, TV, whoever I need to to get, you know, some publicity, some news through, you will be surprised at various different formats. It was even one, um, see, state representative now, Louise Williams, and she's been, she's an icon on the radio here in Philadelphia. But Louise, she lived in our area, especially when I did things with the church. Her and my pastor both AKAs. She, and she lived in our neighborhood. So, you know, because Louise sometimes would be between the radio station, when she first came state rep, it was easy to go to Louise's home, and it was a special place that you had to stick things. <laughs> that was the best way to get a press release to her. But now, years later, she's on Facebook and all. But everybody had their best format. There are some people that prefer that you email it to them, and some people prefer to receive it in the fax. And then, you know, each person have their own platform. So that is a real important thing. And everybody's at various levels, and that's what why I love the Urban Tech Fair. It's not about being a techie. It's about you being you. And being aware, no matter what, you are engaged in technology. And how can you do that and leverage that to your benefit and be aware of where things are going so that you're not blindsided? And then as parents and the village, we need to make sure that our children are prepared. So, you know, James Hines, he's one to say, in develop, like just say developing an app. 
grandma can be part of that process, or if you're total non-techie, you can still be part of that process. Everybody doesn't have to write the program, but somebody needs to write the content. So grandma could be the best storyteller, and then somebody goes from the storyteller to recording. It's all different things it actually takes to engage, and we all there's a role that we all can play. And we don't um we can be aware of it so that we know how to use it to our advantage. So that's just my story about um the urban tech fair and technology, but I just think it's fun that it, you know, everybody's on different levels and it's just fun to see that and everyone is real and is relevant to their situation. So that's the great thing that the Urban Tech Fair gives you. But the main point is we do know that no matter what, we are engaged in technology, and we need to, you know, we need to realize that we have to engage it. We need to be aware, and we need to understand what's actually available to us. And um, that's the biggest thing that the Urban Tech Fair is giving you. So, um, Jim, we've got about 20 minutes left, and um, our guest, Trinil, she hasn't shown up. So what maybe I will do, I will bring Trinil back on. And um, the second Sunday in September, we're going to be bringing on Mike Dennis. He is the executive director and founder of Real, R-E-E-L, Black Incorporated. And... Technology has just made the independent film industry boom. And the things they are doing are just amazing. And it's an organization, um, I, I'm not going to say her name, Ava Dupree, I think um her name. I may be saying it wrong, but she's the first black woman to win in Sundance. She has actually developed a distribution System ways to get independent films into major um, movie theaters and to be seen, and by us actually coming together, and she's developed a system that we can actually distribute our own films and make sure our own films have an opportunity to make it to the big screen, and it's been very successful. And Real Black Incorporated is one of the players. And they just started um, a new film festival here in Philadelphia. And uh, we're going to have him come back and talk. So maybe then we'll invite Trinil back when we're talking about, you know, the film industry and technology. Uh, we, you know, well, we have a few. Mm-hmm. Seeing that, that our guest hasn't arrived yet, and I know that we have listeners out there, I want to encourage everyone to call in right now with any questions that they may have regarding the changing uh, paradigm of TV and video as it relates to the Internet. Uh, That was the message that we were hoping to uh, develop with our our guests tonight in terms of what they're calling the third screen. So I do have a little bit of knowledge and background on the Internet. If there are any listeners out there that have any questions in terms of of wanting to distribute film or video, they can Google my name, Jim Newsom, and look for the ABCs of video distribution online. Uh, if we have somebody that has a question, take this opportunity to call in now. 
Yes, and we have Miss Cynthia Frazier in the chat room listening in. Hi, Cynthia. She supports us every show. And we she has great program, Girls Got Geek. I really need to connect her with a, a couple of, with the young women that I work with and to really help, you know, push the Girls Got Geek since they're into journalism and national speakers. <laughs> I'm amazed at these young people. Um, they're, you know, I actually have a group of young people I follow between the ages of 14 and 17 that I'm just amazed at their accomplishments at those ages. <laughs> and and they do their own business. You know, of course their parents are very supportive and, and watchful, which is important. That's another reason, again, we need to know. You know, their parents know and understand. They support them in their business and all, and and they monitor. So, you you know, their parents have to stay aware of what's going on in technology as well so that they can, you know, monitor and make sure everything, you know, is productive as well as safe. But um, these young ladies are just, you know, they're dynamite, and they're all in different fields from authors to journalists to personalities to social activists to spoken word artists and they do their own business and they are serious about business so I am just amazed at these young people Um, and so anyone that says our young people aren't doing things or they're all negative and all that that's not true So if you want to call in, the number is 646-716-7994. Again, that call-in number is 646-716-7994. Cynthia, if you'd like to call in and talk to us some more about where um, Girls Got Geek is going and, you know, I know um, they're looking for some great sponsors and, um you know, any opportunities you have for partnerships. And just, you know, give us a call, Cynthia. <laughs> and, um, you know, so if anyone wants to call in, we really like you to call in and talk about what's going on as far as tech in your town. So, um, Jim, hey, I just think... Me- Yes. Let me do another little uh, uh, commercial plug while we have this space. Uh, if you want to get you an Urban Tech Fair T-shirt or an ex- Urban Tech Fair uh, polo shirt or blouse, uh, we have a whole series of merchandise that have been set up at a, an affordable price, some great products. Uh, so if you want to get involved in wear and, and uh, showcase your support, uh, what's the URL, Jackie? It is um, Zazzle, H-T-T-P, you know, colon, four slash, four slash, Zazzle, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com, forward slash, Urban Tech Fear. And that's our Zazzle store. But what I'm telling you is really exciting, Jim. Mario Steffens has got in touch with me, and he has our shirts ready. Mario has done some samples for us, 
And um, you just reminded me I'm going to PayPal right now, and I'm going to send him the shipping. He's going to send you a couple shirts, and he's going to send me a couple shirts. They'll probably come off um, this week because I have another client he's going to do another sample for. And then Mario will do our short runs. So we will take another local provider who has digital printing and and is, is an artist himself, and um, he's going to do our short run. So when you just want one or two or three shirts and all, you'll just be able to order what you need, and it will be shipped to you. And so, um, again... You know, it's it's exciting. We got, you know, good quality, and we're networking together. So um, I didn't get, even get a chance to tell you that, Jim. But uh, um, samples are on their way. And so you get to sport some. You, you have two samples so y'all can sport it. You get a polo shirt and a T-shirt. So you'll get to be sporting one yourself, Jim. So you can be the walking billboard to get people to order some more. <laughs> so that's just an example how we all work together, you know. And another example of how we don't even realize what resources we have right around us. Okay, Jim, I'm sorry you went on hold. I didn't know it, but I'm going to bring, I think this may be Cynthia. Hold on. Hi, Cynthia. Hey, it's me. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Jim, can uh, you hear so? Cynthia? Oh yes. How you doing? How you doing, Cynthia? I'm great. How are you doing this evening, Mr. Drummer? Oh, uh, my Cali sister. You know, me and Jackie were just talking about what a fantastic program you have going on in the Inland Empire. Uh, with Girls Got Geek. Uh, you know, you're doing a lot of great work in our community, uh, supporting and encouraging sisters to uh, uh, get involved in technology, and you are the type of people that the Urban Tech Fair exists to promote, to demonstrate what already exists, what type of programs are already going on, even in places uh, like Pomona and Ontario and Redlands and out there in what is normally considered the uh, Suburbs. It's not just about the big cities, but the suburbs is happening too. You go, girl. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know I have to give a shout out to my bankrupt city, San Bernardino, and you know perhaps we can talk about sometimes how technology can pull cities like San Bernardino out of the doldrums of uh, you know their their past. So. We're seeing it in Detroit and other cities that have had a lot of challenges financially, but technology is moving in and bringing some new energy and new excitement. So, Yeah, you know, you're correct. Another person, Al Nazon, um, Jim, he said he yep. had contacted you. Yeah, I spoke with him because he, he followed instructions and signed the email list. <laughs> Jim told me this, <laughs> and I called him back, and um, one of the things he's looking at doing, um, we talked about, you know, his company is a branding company actually leading 
a urban tech fair in Staten Island, and what they're looking to do there is to actually bring companies. They want companies to come, and um, you know, they're saying we're a great place for tech companies. And um, well, I you think know, New York is uh, uh, putting forth such a strong. Uh, Mayor Bloomberg is putting forth such a dynamic effort to encourage and invite new entrepreneurs and startup companies to the New York area. And I was just so amazed when um, our calls, and like I said, every day the emails and calls that I get just constantly put wind in my sails because here's a brother that has finance background, Wall Street background, that's worked as a broker and that understands the relationship in terms of us willing to invest, not reinvest, but invest in our community to create new types of businesses, new types of services, and the return that can be generated through that investment, which may seem less than the cost of a house, can generate millions down the road. Now, I've been accused of being kind of over the board and grandiose, but if you had invested in Pinterest or you had invested in Instagram last year, you'd be a millionaire today. And we mm-hmm. have some brothers out there that have ideas just as strong and just as good as uh, Pinterest or, or, or Instagram or some of the other new dot-coms and apps that are popping up every day. You don't have to be totally original. You just have to innovate. If you see something that you can make better, then that can be a business. Yeah, and then to be honest, innovation is a big thing because there's not too many new ideas. The totally new ideas are rare. But where people make it off of is innovation, doing things more efficient, doing them better, and, you know, just getting a better return. And and that's where um, that's where the biggest um, growth is, in, is in innovation. So it's before so we go on... I, Go ahead. Let me just chime in quickly. No, I wanted say, you to as, talk. <laughs> as a baby boomer, uh, you know, I I use the example with my clients of Tide. I mean, we cannot count the number of years and decades now that Tide has been new and improved. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show you that, you know, you can take a product and ride it through the years with that innovation. So, Jim, you're right on with that. And think about it. Tide, to be honest, is one of the most expensive laundry detergents on the shelf. I don't know of a detergent that's more expensive right now than Tide, as far as, you know, the general brands. When you go, Tide is always the most expensive, Mm -hmm. and they are the most sold. Mm-hmm. And that is um, not, you know, not just through in- innovation, but it is innovation because you know what? If nothing else, you you know, your clothes do get cleaner. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying Tide does the best job, but it is one of the ones. There are there is a difference in levels of you know detergent, but the one thing people feel safe that if they wash their clothes in Tide, that they get clean, and it actually holds to that. So. Um, and and now the new person in the market on that is Gain. I think Gain almost came out of nowhere, but they've innovated themselves through smells, through aromatherapy. Yes. Yeah, and they, so they have. So they took 
something that Todd had and innovated, as we're talking about, by adding aromatherapy, especially at a time where aromatherapy became extremely popular, mm-hmm. and you know, and use that to to grow their company. And and it's really is working excellent. It's working well. And from a little, you're just starting to see and see them more. They're growing in their visibility, and they're doing a lot of it via social media, and much more social media than broadcast ads. So you know, which is another innovation. Just you, you know, you talk about our time period from where where television was everything. It was everything to do a broadcast ad on television. That was everything. And now we see a brand that we've known for years growing as it innovates. And it's, But it's putting much more into social media and um, rather than broadcast ads. But it's definitely a smart move. And what you do, you build your brand to the point and build the revenue to the point that broadcast ads become affordable. Mm-hmm. So before and we we've leave already off. seen that in technology too, with a lot of the social media companies. Um, you know, Facebook has the most notoriety, but technology has been um, innovated to even social media. Uh, if you think back to some of the early sites like uh, Second Life, uh, which mm, is yeah. probably oh, you know well over a, a decade or so old and using the technology, those of us that have developed websites, we've seen that innovation, um, you know, through technology. So it's really an exciting time to understand, research, and know a little bit about innovation and how technology is applied to that because it, it does cross all industries. It does. And so before we roll out, because I'm not sure, my computer keeps sticking. So the time hasn't changed, and I know the time has changed. But before we go out, I do want you to speak about Girls Got Geeks, Cynthia. And I know you're looking for sponsors and, you know, any kind of partnerships. You know, just let us know about Girls Got Geek and how we can help. Sure, thank you. So Girls Got Geek um, was... um uh, had a very successful kickoff in June, and we're well underway planning our fall hackathon, which is going to be um, a webisode challenge, and right. we're very excited about it. We're targeting girls um, 13 to 25. I have to continue to lower the age because just yesterday I was out promoting Girls Got Geek, and the young girl said, well, I want to learn how to do a webisode, and I have some ideas on how to make a web a webisode. But I'm only eleven. Can I still come? And so I had to say, of course you can come. Uh, it's very exciting to see girls jump into the technology. They really do have great ideas for the technology. They just need someone to steer them and guide them, so that they know that it's acceptable for them as well. So thank you for giving a shout-out to Girls Got Geek. (laughs) 
Listen, I tell you, I, I, like I tell you, I follow some dynamite young women, and they're between the ages of 13 and 17. Well, now 14, because all my 13 years old will turn 14 this year. So now they're 14. They're between the ages of 14 and 17. And um, I'm actually going to connect you with them because they can really help get it out, spread the word, and, again, maybe even, you know, help connect you with possible sponsors because they all belong to certain youth organizations. And maybe even with Trinil, since you're doing a webisode, um, she can maybe find a way to connect you with the producer who works with Disney, who used to work for Disney, and he created, you know, he has First Run TV. It's a real innovative platform, especially for producers. And if you go check out the girl, what girls thinks, it's a webisode, and it's real interesting how it's put together, because it doesn't require all of them to be in the same place. They each are all across the country. And, um, I have been studying them, and i got to tell you, I'm extremely impressed with <laughs> what they're doing and just the whole creativity of what they have started, and I have shared that with other young girls um, so that they can tune in and listen because girls do have opinions, and they're not yeah. afraid to share their opinions on I know. what girls think. I know. I was like, okay. And the young woman, um, Tweety Italu, she is actually young, hip, chic. So I know you may see me share her. She's this young. She's one of the youngest fashionistas in the business, and I mean, she is industry. She is considered valid industry professional in the fashion industry. And um, she has a fashion blog she's had for a couple of years called Young Hip Chic. And she's here in Philadelphia, and I have recommended her when Trineal said she was looking for some other women, young, you know, young women. And she's Native American, and um, so they they have a really, you know, great fo- you know, great following, and, and they're excited, and her parents are excited, and they're really doing some great things. So, um, yeah, I just, yeah, definitely want to connect you with them. So yeah, um, we. Yeah. Um, we're done. Um, just tell people how to connect with Girls Got Geek. Um, they can go to the Girls Got Geek website at girlsgotgeek.com, of course, and all the contact information is there and the information on the latest hackathon coming up this fall. So okay. uh, we're very excited. Now, is there any way that maybe um, girls that are not from the area can get sponsored? to go there? Well, you know, that's what I'm working on is um, finding some funds out there so that I can uh, bring in some girls. I really have a heart to work with a group of homeless girls in my area. They all have smartphones, and I don't think that they're really thinking about what that smartphone can do to help okay. elevate them out of their current situation. And I know there are other girls across the country um, that would be such an inspiration. So I'd love to be able to get someone to sponsor them and bring them in so that they can share with all the girls what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I know that, um, like I said, I want to connect you with some of these young women because they all belong to organizations and different things. So I think maybe we you know, great, and we maybe could have a conversation like 
Um, Mary Pat, she is, you know, the youth president of the youth move for um, the National Action Network. And we can see possibly maybe the National Action Network will be willing to sponsor one or two people. Um, you know, we have, you know, they connect with different groups and all so that um, just see if we pull together and see how maybe they can help. Sure, that would, that would yeah, be awesome. It, that would be awesome yeah, on so, all accounts because I think it would really be great for the girls to see these, you know, other young girls that are actually doing what we're talking about, you know, doing. So yeah, yeah, and and then young and they will get together. They had their own conference. The youth movement had their oh. own conference, and they were so excited because what happened? I think they anticipated say 190 something people, but uh-huh. almost 400 people came, and wow. the. And them, they got together on their own because they didn't actually have time to run to the adults and say, you know, to get to national. Oh, we got it. They figured it out. They got the food. They got the pan. They got it done. They got the packaging. They figured it out. They, I mean, of course they asked for help, but they figured out in an organized fashion how to get the extra food, the extra packages, everything they need to do to accommodate the additional people that came. And they were just so proud of themselves that they just did their feet. (laughs) Wow, that is something to be proud of for sure. And it shows the demand as well. Yes, yes. Which is very encouraging to me. This one, yeah, when people say, you know, these are young people, they surprise themselves, and then they organize themselves. And I say Mary Pat is the president. She's only 14. And wow. they organize themselves to accommodate wow. the additional. And like I said, of course they do have support by the adults. And we're not, you know, they mm-hmm. these, you know, they're not running around by themselves. But you know, they recognize the need, the problem. They organize themselves, and they went and asked, you know, the right people who they needed to help get things done. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. like I said, it was like that was in Atlanta, so and the national offices are in New York, so it was a problem that they had there that they had to address at that time, and they took care mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and awesome. our you know young people are really doing great things. So yes, they um, are. Yes, they are. Yeah. And so the good, you know, we have the opportunity to showcase this and. And I think they're going to be some of the biggest ones to come out in tech. (laughs) I think some of those people out the urban tech tree that's going to be developing, Uh I think a lot of them are going to be under the age of 25. Wow. I think, you know, a lot of things, you know, they're going to really surprise us, but I think a lot of them are going to be under the age of 25. But that's why we need the urban tech tree so they know that they actually have support Mm-hmm. And you know, and you know, find those resources where a person knows they want to do, but they don't know how to actually get it done in their town. Where do they go? Mm-hmm. Who do they talk to? And all of these great things. So mm-hmm. we are basically out of time. I know Jim has um, company in. He's entertaining. He's taking a break to come on the show. We thank okay. you so much, Cynthia. You always have a lot to offer. Well, and thank you very much. Now, if you check out the chat room, Cynthia, I don't know if you were on when we first started talking about it, but if you go on the Facebook group, Jim did the post today about why we should have an urban tech fair, and that is because search and send. 
which are acronyms, and if you see, you see what the acronyms are for. So far as the marketing, Cynthia is on our marketing team family, and um, we got to put the marketing plan now through this search and send okay. <laughs> scenario. <laughs> okay. So they're both acronyms. But it's definitely, uh-huh. um, you know, it's definitely about marketing. So awesome. that's a great awesome. new well, task. You know, yeah. yeah, I'm always willing to learn something new, try something new. Yes, and, yes, know, I did. Learn something, something new in a new way. <laughs> yep. So we're going to do some search and send. We're going to put that marketing mm-hmm. plan through that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we're going to be kind of dynamite after that. Okay. <laughs> so, Oh, I see sin is S-I-N. Yes, S-I-N, uh-huh. sin. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Structure, interaction, and novelty. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Awesome, awesome. Yes. Well, I look forward to it. And thanks so much for the shout-out, and uh, uh, you um, have a good a good night. Yes. Because I know it's later there for you than it is here for me, so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're just going to say good night, and we thank everybody for coming again. Visit www.urbantechfair.org and join the official list. Become an official Urban Tech Fair fan or follower or just a, become an official Urban Tech Fair because we we all make it. <laughs> so just sign the official list and get involved. And to that end, we say good night and see you in two weeks. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.